Okay, this the type of shit that have niggas and beef That slick talk, followed by some stick talk Didn't sleep, pissed off, I done took my fifth loss this week Big dog, I can scratch that shit off like fleas I got a lot of shit to say, but I'ma keep my list short I know a lot of your favorites not gon' fuck with this part When I'm done, please know that I was trying to dish y'all Cause if this is Oh <laughs> Ben Oh Ben Oh yes can I just tell you, I may have ruined my career on Friday. I talked the most shit legally allowed before being reported to HR. I don't think anyone likes me anymore, but worth and, uh, it. What would you have been talking shit about, young Anthony? Well, there had been a, uh, a football match uh, on Thursday oh, night. Uh, um, many people were observing it. It was between the uh, the Cowboys of Dallas against the, uh, I believe, the the Saints of New Orleans, Louisiana. Real fun mm, town. Mm. Um, apparently, the Saints were very highly regarded. Uh, 10-1 team coming in, uh, averaging 37 points a game. They scored 10 points. That does lost. not sound very good, Anthony. It was, it was not their best performance. Ugh. Fuck so. yes. Oh, Ben, is what this the biggest win we've had in 10 years in the regular Ooh, season? That's a big statement, but it was an absolutely important win. I will I say. put it right up there with Seattle in 2014. Yeah, that's big. Saints in 2009. Philly in 2016 to win the division was nice. That was a good one. On Sunday Wait, Night Football, or it's definitely that, in that pantheon yeah. of of wins that goes down as an all timer. Yeah, man. I mean, nobody expected us to win, even as bubbly as we were. And I kept, you know, <laughs> funny thing is, I kept saying to be so Dallas to lose, you know, one of our other previous games and then win against New Orleans because that's just who we are. Um, I never really imagined us winning all of them. I mean, that's just. It's just bizarre. I mean, it's just bizarre that this team a month ago was walking out of the Monday night football game, and it was just about everyone's opinion that Jason Garrett needed to be fired, Scott Linehan needed to be fired, this team needs to be blown up, Dak sucks, uh, the Amari Cooper trade was for nothing. I mean, we were... We were at the forefront of many of those opinions ourselves, but it was damn, times. damn man, I mean, how much the NFL can change in a in in a month, in a week? But damn, four games later, Cowboys are looking pretty dangerous. So, uh, like we're going over here, guys. Uh, for those of you who did not hear, I'm sure you did because you're listening to a Dallas Cowboys podcast, but. The Dallas Cowboys did defeat the New Orleans Saints 13-10, which I think has to be like the most un like they were just unprepared score. Like no one, no one was out there betting that this game was going to be 23 combined points. Um, but it's a huge win. The Saints had literally just pounded everyone they played after week one. I do uh, want to add uh, one quick nugget, Goat. Uh, you are listening to Dallas Cowboys podcast, but not just any podcast. You're listening to your boys, your boy Andy Gatelli down there in Austin, your boy Ben Walker here in DFW, and it's the Boys Will Be Boys podcast. This is Boys. Thank you, Ben. I almost forgot to tell them what they're listening to. This is Boys Will Be Boys. Uh, I am actually reporting live from San, I, I believe it's pronounced San Josie, California. San, <laughs> San Jose. San, San Josie? Yes, sir. 
I don't speak any foreign languages. I love my country. So, um, but yeah, I am in a hotel. I'm out at, at Google headquarters doing some things this week. So hopefully our uh, audio quality does not suffer uh, for <sighs> lack of goddamn hippie liberals. Bunch of long hairs out here, Ben. Bunch of long hairs. Smoking their dope and wearing their man buns, drinking kombucha. What even is that shit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know, goat. Me neither. Give me a Bud Light. Dilly dilly to that. So a Miller Light, sir. The official the drink. Official beer of the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Sorry, oh, yeah. Jerry. Please don't hear that in not give us a shot. So yeah, this is Boys Will Be Boys. Uh, we are going to go through uh, what was just a stunning roller coaster. I mean, I went through all the mo- the spectrum of emotions on this one. Um, ben, where'd you watch this game? I know it was your birthday on the night of this game. It was. It was my birthday. I um I went with my girl and a couple of friends to a spot called Legacy Hall out there in kind of shops of Legacy West Legacy West area. Um, very big open space, you know, a bunch of TVs around. So I was watching with the crowd, which I wanted to do. I wanted to feel the pulse of the fan out there, you know. That's dope. Um, I walked in, man, and, you know, everybody's giving me love. Everybody's like, yo, I love the podcast. You know, everyone wants a shout out, you know. You sleep me- with my girl, dude. Yeah, it takes me like thirty minutes to get to my seat, which is in the front row. Dude, it's and like, it's rough, dude. Clown. I'm glad you've. I'm glad you haven't let it go to your head. You've stayed real down to earth, despite that. Oh, I know, amazing. I know. It's tough, man. It's tough, and like, yeah, I mean, everybody's just kissing them, kissing my ass, asking where you are, and I'm like, yo, he's holding it down, bro. Don't worry about it. So, it was a, uh, you know, it was it was a, it was a fun environment, though. You know, certainly quite a few New Orleans fans. I actually knew a buddy who went to this game and said there were a lot of New Orleans fans, which I'm yeah, not. Yeah, my parents were there, and they said it was pretty packed out with NOLA. Uh, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, um, New Orleans is, one, not that far from Dallas compared to a lot of other NFL teams. And, two, there's just a large uh, contingent of New Orleans fans, especially after Katrina. I know a lot of folks. Yep. Maybe, located into texas especially dallas so um i was expecting that i mean i know plenty of nola fans in dallas so um you know and they're 10 and 1 or heading into this game so of course their fans are going to be out even more in force yeah and they really can't be overstated how how much momentum new orleans carried into this game um the cowboys had won three straight which was great for us but new orleans had won 10 straight games they were averaging almost 40 points a game. No one had even really shown the ability to consistently like slow down their offense, much, much less shut it down. Um, Drew Brees threw three touchdowns the previous week to like a bunch of dudes off the street. It just was starting <laughs> yeah. to look very like Patriots-esque. Like, dudes, like he just, you know, pointing at random guys, asking if they wanted to play, you know, a bunch of exactly. make-a-wish kids. You know, I mean, Drew Brees so, can do it all. So they were coming into this game um, – you know, people were kind of saying like something's got to give. Either the Cowboys' offense is going to have to score more points, or uh, New Orleans is going to have to have some trouble because the Cowboys can't win a, a boat race against the New Orleans Saints. That's going to be very difficult. Um, now, this was added the the environment of this game was added to by a quote by Demarcus Lawrence coming into this game. Um, some real bulletin board material. Uh, Demarcus came out the week before and said, uh, and in fact, I I want to make sure that I uh, I quote. Mr. Lawrence correctly. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh there was a lot of parallels to this game in the 2009 Saints game. That was a season where the Cowboys were eight and five. They defeated the 13 and 0 New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Um, and it was really the work of a uh, big D end coming off the end, 
named Marcus and the emergence of a number 19 wide receiver that year that had really propelled the team. Um, and it definitely continued uh, into this game. DeMarcus, the week before, it said, <clears throat> and I apologize in advance to both of our mothers who listen to this podcast, this does have some expletives in it. If you hit a motherfucker in the mouth, and then they ain't doing what they're regularly doing, putting up 50 points, they start to get a little distressed. Now you got them where you want them, and then you fucking choke their ass out. So, confidence coming into this game. And it was definitely seen by a couple members of the Saints, especially one Michael Thomas, who uh, had plenty of little uh, what the kids do these days, real subtle subtle tweets, you know. So just subtweeting everyone. Just subtweeting, exactly. Um, so, New Orleans was feeling themselves, man. And we're feeling ourselves. It's going to be... It was going to be interesting to see, Andy, if this defense, as Mr. Lawrence said, could hold against this juggernaut offense. Yeah, this was the ultimate test. We've seen the Cowboys play very well. They really have, The Dallas defense has really had one bad game all year, and that was the Titans game on Monday night. Um, so weird. It was very weird. And, and that, that same Titans team came out and destroyed the Patriots the next week. Um, and then they got blasted thirty-eight to three the following week. Um, so who knows, like, kind of what happened? Whether it was like that that loss really propelled the team or what, but um, certainly had seemed to have an effect. Uh, and Demarcus was was willing to put his money where his mouth was. And man, he ended up having a huge game. Would have been an even bigger game had there not been one particularly bad call. Demarcus Lawrence would have come out of this game with two sacks and two forced fumbles. Um, Still had a terrific, terrific game, but let's let's get right into it. This game was amazing. Yes, let's do that. So the Cowboys did start with the ball, which made me kind of nervous a little bit. I don't really like starting with the ball ban. I knew. Um, and and the, the coming into this game, the Saints were the number one rushing defense in the league. You know, some of that's obviously because they're playing from behind. They got teams are playing from behind, but they were also leading the league in rushes per attempt as well. So they were they had been stopping most backs pretty pretty well as they went through this year. Um, but the Cowboys were determined to kind of go from the beginning. First play from scrimmage, run Zeke Elliott up the middle for four yards. Um, second and six, uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper on a comeback route. And they were, they kind of, it felt like the Cowboys' strategy on this was they were willing to throw at Lattimore, like they did throw at Lattimore, but they really seemed to target Eli Apple all night. Um, and it hurt. Oh, yeah. And it hurt. Eli Apple, obviously, a former first round pick who had been traded by the Giants for almost nothing. He really kind of showed, I think, why. They were willing to make that trade. Um, so on third and one, uh, they give it to Zeke. He gets three yards, brings up a first down. We're now at the Dallas 37. Uh, Dak tries to throw it out to Cole Beasley. Uh, I couldn't tell if this was just a bad pass or Cole kind of broke the route off early or kind of what had happened. Um, kind of did not look good. Second and 10 from the 37, they rush Zeke for two yards. Uh, third and eight, Dak uh, rolls out and hits uh, Michael Gallup for 13 yards, and there's a defensive pass interference call, but that is declined. This was a nasty catch by Gallup, dude. This was that fingertip diving catch. Um, this was nice. Another third down uh, where Dallas has really excelled in recent weeks. Um, and Michael Gallup had a nice little game, man. And like you said, they were just picking on Eli Apple. He not only gets beat here, but also gets the penalty. Gallup had some great, great plays. He we missed him on one big one at the end that would have put him over a hundred and a TD. We'll get to that, but Gallup is emerging, man. Like we've said on many podcasts, he's like we're starting to see flashes of real brilliance from him, especially now that he's got Cooper on the other side. Um, it's been great for him. So that brings up first down at the New Orleans forty-eight. Zeke goes up the middle for two yards. 
on second and eight, uh, Dak throws down the sideline to to Michael Gallup, who gets shoestring tackled after 40 yards. We're down at the six. This was almost a touchdown. Um, great route by Gallup. Great display of his speed. He kind of has like th- that deceptive long stride speed. Um, and honestly, probably the best throw of Dak's night, to be honest with you. This was a perfect pass. Yeah, man, this is uh this was nice to see, you know. Uh Dallas does this and we'll kind of get into it where we kind of score early or have a good first drive, and then it's like, all right, Scott, back to the usual stuff that that uh let's throw out all that stuff that's working and go back to the old reliable. Oh, so frustrating. So we do start at the New Orleans six. Uh we do a hurry up, no huddle, hand it to Zeke, he gets one yard. Uh, then Dak tries to throw Dalton Schultz. That's incomplete. And third and goal, Dak takes a sack. Uh, fourth and goal from the eight, we kick a twenty-six yard night, goal. man. I mean, <sighs> dude, Dak just does not throw the ball away, and he takes a lot of these sacks. Uh, spoiler alert: the Cowboys end up taking seven sacks in this game. And oh, it's important to note that uh, Tyrone Smith was not active, goat or was correct. active, but did not play. I don't three anybody. backups in there effectively. Um, yeah. And they finally showed. I know the O lines looked better. Um, they struggled in this game, but they definitely didn't get help from Dak, who uh, at times seemed to. Does he ever throw the ball away on purpose? Like, have you no, ever I seen him like, just no. toss it out? You know, that's somewhat of the problem with, I think, quarterbacks in general that can use their legs is they just don't throw it away. And Dak, he seems to do that. You know, he does that whole stare down on one side, and if it's not there, he'll kind of like. He doesn't even start running and keep his head up. You know, he kind of just his head goes down and he starts kind of jogging. Ball security. Him. This guy holds yeah. the the football yeah. like it's stuck to his hand, like he's not going to drop it, and it, it has come to bite him in the ass a little bit. But so the Cowboys do go up three um, zero. Would have loved a touchdown there, but now we're going to get to see the vaunted New Orleans offense against the Cowboys D. Um, so first play from scrimmage, uh, Drew Brees tries to go short to Kirkwood. Uh, it's knocked down by Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown had a hell of a day. Maybe one of his best days, if not his best day as a pro. To quote the great Nate Newton, he playing, bro. He was playing, bro. Um, so he knocks that one down. On second and 10, Drew Brees tries to go to Michael Thomas. A Awuzie gets in there and knocks that one down. And then on third and 10, they try to go short left to Kamara. Uh, Crawford is pressuring him. He's in his face. Who... I want to I want to say right here, Tyron Crawford is quietly having one of his best seasons ever. He's not getting the hype that all these other guys are, but he has been crucial to clogging up the middle when he's playing at that defensive tackle spot right next to Lawrence. He's just done an incredible job getting pressure on QBs and causing disruption. I love watching it. Yeah, he sure has, man. He sure has. So they go out, they do three straight passes, none of them complete. Drew Brees 0 for 3 to start the game. Um Three plays, zero yards, 35 seconds off the clock, and a punt. Uh, Dallas would get the ball back. Uh, Dak would do a short little pass to Zeke Elliott, get eight yards. Uh, then they went on second and two. They handed it off to Zeke, who got the first down, but there was a holding call on Joe Looney, a rare penalty on Joe Looney, um, which is a shame. He's played really well stepping in for Travis Frederick, but this was an unfortunate time where didn't do his best. Mm-hmm. Um, second and 12, we hand it off to Zeke. He gets six yards. And then on third and six, Dak is sacked for a nine yard loss. Uh, just another one where he's just holding the ball. Just kind of not, doesn't have the pocket presence to like feel the pressure. Uh, doesn't move in time and gets taken down. So the Cowboys take two fifteen off the clock, three plays minus five yards. 
Um, New Orleans would get the ball back after the punt. They hand it off to Kamara. He gets four yards before being tackled by Anthony Brown. Um, second and six, Ingram goes up the middle for no gain. Lawrence and Crawford are there to stick him in the hole. And then on third and six, uh, he tries to throw to Michael Thomas. Uh, Byron Jones is all over him. And Ooh, they actually made a hell of a catch. It was an insane pass and an insane attempt at a catch. Um, they called it incomplete on the field. New Orleans would challenge this and they would lose, which turned out to be pretty crucial in this game. They would, would they really wish they hadn't done this. Um, it ends up being an incomplete pass. And so New Orleans gets, does three plays for four yards, takes a minute and a half off the clock and has to pass. First time ever in Drew Brees' career, he begins a game 0 for 4, Goat. Which yeah. is just, I don't really know, it's such a weird stat, but of all the games that guys played, is that not just insane? Super insane. And we'll get to like some really wild stats about this game at halftime yes, because there we, was like, certainly some statistical anomalies. It, it was and, super crazy. So Dallas gets the ball back. There's 5.07 to play in the first quarter. Uh, handed off to Zeke up the middle. He gets seven yards. Uh, then Dak finds uh, Michael Gallup for 14 yards. Eli Apple gets a defensive holding. That's declined. Rough uh, day for Mr. Apple. Apple not only got torched a bunch, Apple got three penalties in the first quarter of this game. Uh, not great. First, Two on this drive. Yep. First and 10 for the Dallas 36. Dak finds Noah Brown for nine yards. Um, good to see Noah Brown doing something that doesn't involve getting a penalty. Um, second and one for the Dallas 45. Zeke gets six. First and 10 for the Nolans 49. Uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper, who gets 14 yards for being pushed out of bounds. Um, so now we are first and 10 at the New Orleans 35. Uh, Dak does a little screen pass out to Zeke for 15 yards. They did a couple screens on this drive. They were actually really well set up. Like they were disguised really well with like action happening to the opposite side of the yeah, field. And, I give Scott started, credit for that. They kind of, uh, in the middle of this drive, kind of went no huddle too, or fast huddle at least, and kind of um, caught New Orleans by surprise, I think. Yeah. So this worked out really well. Um, so Zeke gets 15 on that one. We're now at the New Orleans 20. Uh, Dak throws short to Cole Beasley, but there's another penalty on Eli Apple for uh, defensive holding. That gets us five yards. So first and 10 for the New Orleans 15. Rod Smith, he gets pushed out of bounds for a one-yard loss. He just didn't ever make a cut. He just ran like <laughs> totally horizontal all the way to the sideline and ran out of bounds. It wasn't great. Um, but then on second and 11, we run another little screen play. Uh, some of our replacement linemen, including Cam Fleming, is able to get to the outside, throw a good block. Uh, kind of fake it one way, then go the other. Yeah, they have Cole run the other a screen on the other side, so it looks like he's going there. Toss it to Zeke, who w brings it in one-handed, really pretty uh, catch, and he goes uh, 16 yards for a touchdown. So Dallas is up 10 to nothing, and the, the disbelief is already palpable out here. Yeah, uh, this is a good drive, man. A really, really nice drive. Uh, eight plays, 85 yards, and they're four minutes. As I said, the first quarter came to – oh, not quite to an end. Sorry, I guess it will get there. But um, essentially, yeah, 10-0, uh, you couldn't ask for a better start if you're Dallas. Yeah, we, you know, you probably would have liked to see them score a touchdown on that first drive where they get stopped at like the six. But still, 10-0, they will take that all day. Um, so we kick off to them. They hand it off to a Camara who gets seven yards before uh, Awuzie stops him. Uh, then Drew Brees completes his first pass of the game with 12 seconds to go in the first quarter um, hits Arnold their their tight end for five yards. Jeff Heath takes him out first and 10 for the New Orleans 10 or New Orleans that's 21. A, that's a first quarter with five yards passing for breeze. Um, you know, I think 
I think the defense is rightly going to get credit for this win, and they were absolutely asked to do the lion's lion's share of of you know the the work for for this team. But I think the offense really got New Orleans out of rhythm early. Like I said, I mean, just it was just a weird game. Breeze was one for five to begin. You know, they weren't really running. It's just when there's already quarter off, and you're kind of looking at their stats and. It's just kind of like, man, this game's going. It's kind of odd, you know. I think it just threw off their rhythm the whole night after that. Agreed, it, and it was exactly what Lawrence said, right? Like a team that's so used to just kind of coming out and blanking people, they find themselves down ten zero against a really good defense. It's and not, not like coming that, not easy to them. the ball at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like no movement. Um, so the first quarter's done. First and ten for the New Orleans twenty. They try to run a screen pass. Mark Ingram just straight up drops this ball. Yep. Um, then Kamara goes up the middle for one yard where Antoine Woods and Lawrence meet him. Antoine Woods, a.k.a. the human log, as I've learned that he's called on the team. Sick. Um, he he like D-line so many good nicknames. Oh, yeah. And he and Woods has quietly had a great year. Um, you know, we've had some injuries at that position. David Irving. Uh, Ever Malik since Collins. he tried to fight Frederick, you know, I've grown. he's grown on me, man. Absolutely. So uh, that brings up a third and nine. Um Drew Brees is a short pass over the middle to Kamara who gets stopped by Jordan Lewis. Now this highlights something really important in this game. Chris Richard did something really cool, which I think you'll probably see other teams try to emulate. Um, they covered Kamara on third downs as if he was a receiver rather than a running back. <clears throat> so they right. put a fourth corner out there to play dime. And they, it was and for us, it was Jordan Lewis. Um, Jordan Lewis played eight snaps of this game in total, but had a tremendous impact um, here. He stops Kamara for a four-yard gain on third and nine. This could have gone for a bunch more yards. We've seen Kamara get into the open field and just torch people. Um, but Lewis would go on to have a, a tremendous game on very limited number of snaps. We'll get to his big play uh, in the second half. So that brings up fourth and five, uh, and they're forced to punt. They do get an offensive holding on the punt, um, so they have to actually punt again, uh, and we would start with the ball on our 32. Um, so this was where like some of the troubles began on the Dallas side. Um, first and 10, Zeke runs for one yard. On second and nine, uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper. He tries to like fight his way upfield and <clears throat> kind of a freak play. Um, the ball yeah. like gets kneed out of his hands by Mar- uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, and then the ball like rolls right in between Cooper's arms, but he's not, he can't see it. Like it's in a blind spot and it gets nabbed from him. Um, and they take over on our 33. Um, you know, obviously not a great play by Cooper. I'm not going to sit here and say it was like, I, I don't think he has a problem with fumbling or anything like that. No, it was, it was a free, I mean, you know, they happen. He, he probably could have gone down before it. There's really, he wasn't going to get any more yards out of that. And while fighting for yards, it got popped out. You see that happen. Um, I'm not too concerned about it, but it was a bad time for a fumble for sure. For sure. So we, we turned the ball over. They started on our, on our 39, um, and they have a chance to, to walk in and score here, and it'll be 10-7, and suddenly you have a real ball game. At this, so far, the Cowboys have looked like they're kicking this team's ass. Right. Um, so first and 10, Breeze throws to Michael Thomas. He gets stuck by Jalen Smith. Second and six, uh, Ingram goes around the left side, gets pushed out of bounds by Jeff Heath. He gets 13 yards there. So now they are at the 22. Uh, Drew Breeze throws a pass to uh, Arnold, the tight end, who just gets immediately blasted by Xavier Woods. This was a great hit. Um, knocked the ball out. 
they decided to challenge the ruling on the field of an incomplete pass to make it into a fumble so that they could have the ball on the seven. Um, they do. Bad. That was a nice play by X, but uh, New Orleans did recover. But, you know, I looking back, I don't know if they are super stoked that they did this because obviously it doesn't turn into points and they needed these challenges later. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm okay with it. I don't know. I mean, it is 18 yards in the NFL. I think you, you burn a challenge for 18 yards. Sure. Um, but you're right. I mean, it did haunt them. It did haunt them, but you know, I don't, I don't blame them on that one. Yeah. Um, so first and seven, uh, Drew Brees get, tries to go to, to Smith. That that is incomplete. On second and goal from the seven, Mark Ingram goes up the middle for three yards before he gets stuck by Collins and Banderesh. Third and goal, uh, Drees, Brees throws a little like sling out route to uh, Alvin Kamara, who gets like held up by Byron Jones. Like he slips the tackle, but Byron Jones slows him down just enough for Jalen Smith to come over and just hammer him at the one. So he knocks him out of bounds at the one-yard line, and that brings up fourth and goal. Um, they decide here they're going to go for it, which I like the call, honestly, like given the game situation. Yeah, I think you have to, especially if you're New Orleans, right? You're yeah. a juggernaut. You're trying to impose your will. Um, but what happened, Goat? They go for it. They hand it off to Kamara to go on uh, off the left tackle. Um, that hole is clogged up by Crawford and Vanderesh, and Tank Lawrence sneaks around the outside and tackles Kamara at the one. And we turn it over. Yeah, on good down. play by everyone involved, man. Uh, Crawford was, like you said, kind of got the initial push. Uh, Tank just runs all the way from the right side to make the tackle, and then the backfield on the left side, and uh, maybe the turning point of the game. I mean, I, I, it's hard to say because this game was so close, especially yeah. late. But uh, you know, they they punch this in, and uh, it's a totally different game. I mean, the well, and, and like they lose this game by three points. If you just take the field goal here. Could be a yeah, I, I don't mind them going forth and go from the one, but I hear you. I mean, it's just, you know, that's what, that's what it's all about, those little decisions. Absolutely. So the Cowboys do take over at their own two. Uh, they hand it off to Elliott for four yards. On second and six, Dak takes a sack for a one-yard loss, which scared the shit out of me. I thought he was going to get safetyed. Um, on third and seven, slips a pass out to Blake Jarwin, who gets 12 yards. It's a great play by by Blake. Um, first and 10 from the Dallas 17 Zeke goes up the middle for four yards, uh, second and six, uh, Dak hits a, uh, hits Amari Cooper who like sneaks up the sideline, showed some good speed here. Cooper's got some juice, man. He gets 19 yards. Um, that puts us at first and 10 from our own 40. We run Zeke. He gets gobbled up in the backfield for a three yard loss. And then Dak does this crazy scramble on second and 13 gets 15 yards the ball security was freaking me out, man. Like, he was not holding the ball that securely. He was, but this is where Dak's a warrior. Like, Dak's pouring blood at this point. He's covered in his own blood. He has his hands messed up. His elbows got blood coming out of it, and he's out there running through guys to get these first downs. And that's what makes Dak special. Yeah, you know, we we said it on a couple pods. It never looks pretty. Like, even when Dak has good games, and even when he won Rookie of the Year, I don't really ever remember being like, man, Dak just had, like, the cleanest game. You know, he just kind of... Yeah, and if you looked at this on paper... sort of does what he Dak does. Great, it looked like Dak had a great game. He went 24 of 28, like, and no no interceptions and a touchdown. Like, it looks like he had a great game. And at halftime, D- 
Dak was, had like 200 yards passing. Oh, he was on pace for like he was on pace for a huge game at half. Maybe so. Yeah, so he but he does get this. Uh, he gets this scramble 15 yards that puts us at first and 10th in Orleans 48. Uh, Dak does a little screen pass out to Zeke, who gets nine yards. Uh, then they run Zeke up the middle for three. Uh, switch backs, get Zeke a breather, give it to Rod Smith, who gets two yards. Second and eight, uh, Rod Smith gets one yard. New Orleans takes a timeout here. I guess they're trying to save time before the half so they can try to score and then get the ball back. Um, third and seven, uh, Dak hits Amari Cooper, who gets some yak and gets 11 yards. Um, Mr. Chain Mover. Dude, he, he's just always good for a conversion. It's amazing. Um, first and 10 from the 22. Uh, Zeke runs up the middle, minus one yard. Um, oh, and this this Cooper catch, was this the one that was like not a catch? And they ran the no huddle real quick so that they couldn't review it? Ooh, I don't remember when that was. But you know what I'm talking about? Where like he was yeah. like clearly on the ground and Cooper just like oh, gobbled it up. I think it was later in the game, but this could have been this one too. But you're right, at some point... <sighs> At some point, he did have that little drop that clearly wasn't. We just laughed about it. Like, well, so on second and 11, Dak hits Beasley for four yards. Uh, New Orleans takes their third timeout. Uh, about a minute and a half to go in the half. Uh, on third and seven, Dak is sacked for a seven-yard loss and fumbles the ball. Uh, New Orleans recovers the fumble, uh, but it's it's recovered by by Dak. Uh, to go into the battle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Dak has, he's got 12 fumbles on the year now. It's dang. Is it that high? I was yeah. just about to ask that oddly enough. Um, they seem to all be on sacks too. He well, never, a, a lot of scrambles. them, like he'll, he'll, he'll scramble out and try to pump fake and drop the ball and pick it back up. Oh, so like yeah, a lot of them are like self-recovered right. fumbles that aren't that bad. Not that bad, but yeah, it's a concern for sure. Um, so on fourth and 16 for the 28, Brett Maher kicks a 46 yard field goal. Dallas goes up 13 uh, uh New Orleans would come out. They would run a short pass to Kamara. Breeze would get sacked by Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, and he would also fumble, so strip sack by Lawrence. Um, and, and then they decided to – they still didn't need out, which I thought was weird. Yeah, with seven seconds to go, Breeze tries to do another little short out route to Kamara, who gets hit by Van Der Esch and Crawford. So the half ends 13 to nothing. Um it was the first time that New Orleans had been shut out in a half since 2001. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys defense is absolutely smothering them at this point. This is crazy. I mean, you said there's a lot of odd stats. I think it was the least amount of yards Drew Brees has ever had in the first half in his career. Uh, yeah, dude, it was really weird. Like I said, the game script for New Orleans was just really poor. Um you know, they only really had one drive where they had anything going for them, and they get stuck fourth and goal. Yeah. Um, now, 13-0, you would like to say Dallas came out in the second half and imposed its will or did what they have the personnel to do and just run it down New Orleans' throat. But, you know, New Orleans is on a 10-game win streak for a reason, go, and they get ball at half. They do. Um, so New Orleans does get the ball to start the second half. Um they start off running with Camara four yards, then a little short pass to Camara for five. On third and one, Breeze quarterback sneaks it up the middle for two yards. We just cannot stop the quarterback sneak. It's very annoying. I I, I don't watch it. I mean, I do, but is this like common? Like every team run this, or does everyone against Dallas just run this? I have to think everyone does it, but yeah, maybe they just think our interior isn't that great. Um, so that brings up first and ten at the New Orleans thirty-six. Uh, Breeze 
hits uh, Michael Thomas for 11 yards, and then Ingram gets a seven-yard run before Jalen Smith gets to him. Second and three on the Dallas 46. Uh, Breeze hits Thomas for nine yards, uh, and there's a penalty for a face mask on Randy Gregory. Uh, yeah. It's a real shitty penalty. Um, so they get an extra 15 on top of that. That gives them to our 22. Uh, Kamara runs for two yards, but Van Der Esch sticks him. Uh, then he tries to go to Michael Thomas, but Byron Jones with a perfect coverage knocks the pass down. Uh, and on third and eight, they try to go short left to Kamara. He gets five yards for Tyron Crawford gets to him. And so they kick a field goal to make it three to 13. Um, Dallas to get the ball back. Uh, and they, they got, they tried to get something going. It just did, wasn't working out here at, in the second half on offense. Uh, oh, the offense reverted to what well, honestly we've seen too much this year where they just aren't very good. You know, yeah. Dak didn't look, he didn't have a, a very good half at all after having what, like you said on paper, I mean, he had like close to 200 yards in the first half. I mean, he's on pace for a huge day. Um, now Zeke wasn't having a great game and said, this is the number one rushing defense. I thought that was a little inflated, but they actually did a really good job most of the night on stopping Zeke. And you could tell that was going to be their game plan pretty much all night. They're going to make Dak and these receivers beat them. Um, but yeah, the offense just didn't have it and they gave up far too many sacks. Goat. Yeah. Um, and that would, that would really be the tale of the second half. Uh, There's a couple opportunities that were there that we missed on as well, so they just couldn't get clicking. Um, so Dallas got the ball at the 25. Uh, they hit Dalton Schultz for seven yards. Second and three, they run it up the gut with uh, Elliott for two yards. And on third and one, Zeke goes for it again, gets two yards. So we got a first down. On first and 10 from the 36, Dak takes an ugly sack. Nine-yard loss. Um. Second and 19, they run Zeke for no gain. no gain. And then on third and 19, we do a screen pass, which is crazy. Scott's really mixing it up on these third and longs. Um, screen pass for nine yards to Amari Cooper. Um, and so Dallas would have to punt. So now you're sitting here being like, okay, we were up by 13. Now we're up by 10. We're giving the ball back to these guys. Um, and this drive, this was the nightmare drive. This is where everything went wrong at one time. Um, yeah. So this- they... This is so many things that made me scream out at this bar. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. Um, Kamara gets five yards on the first play. On second down, there's an encroachment penalty on Antoine Woods, so they get a free, you know, four yards. Um, second and one, Ingram gets a two-yard gain. They get a first down. Uh, on first and ten, Drew tries to go deep to Michael Thomas. Uh, and they get Byron Jones for pass interference. It was a little ticky tacky, uh, in my opinion, but he there was contact, so it is what it is. Um, that puts them at the their own forty. Uh, Breeze goes short, incomplete to Kirkwood. Second and ten, he hits Mark Ingram for no gain, uh, and there's an offensive holding penalty. So that brings up third and ten, uh, and we have a chance here to get them off the field. Uh, and on third down incomplete to Michael Thomas, but Byron Jones gets called for defensive holding on this one, which again, like wasn't egregious by any stretch, but it sucks. So this gives them a new, new life. Uh, Kamara up the middle for five yards, Kamara around the right side for three yards for Jalen and Van Der Esch get to him. Um, third and two Ingram. Such was, a good play here. was this, 
Oh no, this wasn't the helmet to helmet one, but this play by Van Der Esch and Smith together where Van Der Esch like grabs a hold of Kamara and just slows him down enough for Jalen to come in and just lay the wood is so awesome. Like them as a oh, duo is just so sick. Two, then they, they line up big and they try to get Ingram at a shotgun and uh, Van Der Esch and Ross on the tackle and they blow this up behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, this was awesome. Um, and so it's fourth and three and we force a punt uh, and they're in punt safe. So they're not even really rushing the kicker. Uh, Randy Gregory, unfortunately does rush the kicker and his momentum takes him forward. He kind of like falls on the ground and runs into the, the, the base leg of, of the, the Bro. It's, it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Can we be done with him? I mean, Ben, I know. I mean, yes, this play was very stupid, but he's had he's, like four 15 yard penalties this year. It's more than sacks he's had. It's the same number of sacks he's had. Okay, well, great. He's had four sacks in his last four <laughs> weeks. I mean, he's playing well outside of this penalty. Ugh, this was so bad. The 15-yarder he had before was whatever, but this one was so bad. This one was really stupid. No one's saying it's not, but I'm not going to like cut this guy over this penalty. You were ready to in text message on Thursday. Well, I that was before that. I really looked. I was really counting against him the the neutral zone one too, and then when I looked at that and realized that he got bullshitted, then I was like, "All right, he really just made like one really stupid mistake." This uh, always seems to be him making the stupid mistake. If this was anyone else, and they had four sacks in four games and a penalty, you would not be at calling for their head. So we both it's have a little bit of bias. So much we dumb. We both things. have a little bit of bias. I don't situation. think so. You're you're turning blinders on, but fine. He. This was a terrible play. We could this was a super terrible play. Um, so they do get the ball back. Uh, they get to. Uh, I lost my place here. I have too many drives open. All right, there we go. So um, Randy does run into the punter, unfortunately, um, and so that's going to get them first and ten of the Dallas thirty-three. Ingram goes up the middle for three yards. Uh, Drew Brees tries to throw it to Kamara on second down. It's incomplete and on third down. Keith Kirkwood catches a 30 yard touchdown from Drew Brees. This was heinous offensive pass interference. Um, even like the announcers and like the rules guy were sitting there being like, yeah, it's a pretty clear push off. Like I cannot believe they let him get away with that. Um, we, I mean, you watch it in air as they both jump. He just shoves Anthony Brown off of him to catch the ball. So wasn't super stoked about this one. Um, pretty much this was the, this would be the only touchdown the saints would score in the game. And it came basically between a boneheaded play by a cowboy and the bullshit of offensive pass interference by the refs. Um, yeah, I mean, we had what four penalties on this drive. I mean, we pretty much gave you seven points on this. You can't do that to a saints team. Yep. You can't do that to any team, but you can't do that to the saints. Agreed. So, uh, it's now 13, 10, much closer game. Uh, Dallas would get the ball back. Um, first play, they, Fired out to Amari Cooper, gets five yards. Then Zeke gets a one-yard loss on second and five. Um, but there's a holding call on Xavier Suofilo, um, who's played really well. Um, this is the only penalty he's committed. So, um, I mean, it's it was really shitty, but like, I'm not going to like blast this backup who's been holding it down. I'm not ready to put Connor Williams back in just because of this either. Um so on second and 15, they hand it to Zeke, who gets two yards. Third and 13, they do a screen pass with Zeke, who gets 10 yards. And on fourth and three, we punt. 
so New Orleans gets the ball back with 14 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. They're down by three. And they can take a lead. This is this is where it gets real, real hairy. So first play, Zeke hits Michael Zeke. Drew Brees hits Michael Thomas for 11 yards. Then Kamara runs for two. Uh, Brees does a little short pass out to Kamara for three yards. On third and five, Breeze is strip sacked by Demarcus Lawrence, um, and it's recovered by Tyron Crawford. But there's a penalty on Randy Gregory for neutral zone infraction. I will give you this: this is bullshit. I don't. Yeah, they threw it right away. Even in the replay, they kind of like Troy and uh, whoever it was were just kind of like, okay, I guess so. And and that sucked. I mean, this was a hell of a play by Tank. Yeah, and it uh, it breaks my heart because that would have been Tank's second strip sack of the day, and that's it like the kind of. <sighs> I'm not blaming Randy Gregory for this. He did everything right. He was not offsides. I mean, it's just total horseshit. This was the, one of the worst officiated games. I mean, that's what everyone has been saying all, all since it happened. Was that this is like one of the worst ref games they've it ever definitely watched? Definitely gets worse down the stretch. Yeah, for sure. Um, so on third and one, uh, they run. He gets three yards. So they have first and 10 of the Dallas 43. Breeze is sacked by off a slot blitz by Anthony Brown. This is a great play. Um, and then second and 18, Drew Breeze passes to Mark Ingram. Uh, but he gets stuffed at the line. He gets a one-yard gain. Van Der Esch comes up and gets him. And then on third and 17, they do a short pass out to Kamara, who gets eight yards before Jalen Smith comes up and lays the wood to him. Uh, real talk, this probably should have been a penalty. Is definitely helmet-to-helmet contact. Which one was this? Uh, this was the 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 one where Jalen Smith oh, helmet, helmet yeah, on Kamara. Okay. This was about to say where it got worse. Um, oh. yeah, and like he, I'm not like Jalen definitely launched himself, and Kamara definitely lowered his head. So like the the angle only worked out because of both of their actions. But it should have been called for player safety purposes. This should have been a penalty. It was definitely straight helmet to helmet. You could tell Kamara got his bell rung. Hell of a play by Jalen, though. He runs all the way across this field to lay the wood on Kamara. But I'm yeah, willing to take I mean, one of those every once in a while to have the attitude and play style of Jalen Smith. So I will too. But yeah, it we're homers, but that was definitely a 15 yarder. Yeah. So that brings up fourth and nine, and they are forced to punt. Uh, and Dallas will get the ball back with. 9.15 to play with a three-point lead. This is um, a good drive. This is a good drive until the very end. Uh, so they yeah. Zeke up the middle for seven yards, and then a seven-yard pass to Amari Cooper, then Elliott for no gain, uh, and then on second and 10. Oh, Dak. This was the play that broke my heart. So last week on Thanksgiving, we saw Gallup get two steps on, a rece- on his DB, and Dak came up way short and didn't get the play. This time, Gallup runs a nasty stop-and-go double move that burns his DB alive. He's got nothing but field in front of him, and Dak overthrows him. This is an easy touchdown. It's like a high school throw. Yeah, this was bad, and he missed basically an easy touchdown the week before, like you were saying. I mean, this is where where you need a real quarterback, and I know they're committed to Dak long-term, and I think they've proven – Throughout the year, if you just look at Dak's, I hate to say win-loss record because I think that's so misleading because there's so many parts to a quarterback that you can't really just look at wins-losses. But if you do look at that and you see the Cowboys' record with Dak as a starter, it's very impressive. And Dak certainly had impressive games, but 
I don't know how you justify playing a guy, paying a guy who can't make this throw go, or or misses it. He can make it, just misses it way too often. And and I know I'm kind of like a homer because I I love Michael Gallup. <clears throat> I've loved the pick since we got him. I think he's a really good wide receiver, and I think he's going to be one of the best number twos in the entire game. Come you know a couple of years, um, but it's plays like this that break my heart because it's just like Gallup. Gallup had like five catches for seventy yards in this game. Um, Dallas was on their own thirty four. Uh, this would have been a sixty five yard touchdown. We would have been look, talking about Michael Gallup having a six catch hundred and thirty something yard game with a touchdown, and this would have iced it. This would have been twenty to ten, um, effectively putting the game out of reach, uh, and it just didn't work out that way. So Dallas does take a timeout here. On second and 10, uh, they do a short pass out to Gallup. He gets five yards. Uh, and then on third and five, they pass to Beasley, who this one, this is a bad it's call. The one where Spades really um, get pissed. Beasley, like, he, he starts to get taken down. He lunges for the first down, and they give it to him. On the replay, it's clear that his knee touched the ground as he was lunging. Um, so it shouldn't have been a first down. But unfortunately, the Saints had used all their challenges, so they could not review this play. Uh, and it went for... And then that, oh, and this is the hurry up. So then, and then Zeke goes, runs up the middle uh, for 21 yards on the next play. Um, so it really changed. This call really does affect the, the game a lot. Um, not, a, not a great call. Not a great call. So that, no, was, that sucked for them. And this is where everyone, like you said, the challenge. He, good play by Cole, but he was short. I do wonder, and I pose this question to you, Andy, if this is short. And it's fourth and one on New Orleans, forty-six. Does Jason go for it or punt it? I think he punts it. <sighs> Me really? Yeah, I don't think he wants to give him a short field, and the defense has shut New Orleans down all night. I think. He's- uh, I think he does, but I think you go for it if he wants. Oh, this I want to go for it for sure, especially because this play is a twenty-one yard run from Zeke. Um, that gets us to the twenty-four. Zeke goes for two yards on second and eight. Dak is sacked. Uh, so, and then that's when new Orleans takes their first time out. Cause I need to save clock for drew, um, third and eight Dak scrambles to the outside and just tries to chunk one up for Amari. Uh, that, but there is a roughing the passer penalty. They, the New Orleans this is the one defender. where he grabs his face mask. On the like, way down. No, this isn't the face mask penalty. That's on the Dak scramble. This is like when Dak just chunks the ball up and at, right after he l- releases the ball, he gets like punched in the face effectively by the defender coming through and they got him, they got roughing the passer. Um, right. So that brings up first and 10th New Orleans 11. They run Zeke for a yard uh, timeout. Number two by the saints, second and nine uh, Dak fires out a little quick pass to Michael Gallup. who gets four yards and then third and five at the New Orleans six. The second time we've been to the six yard line. Dak, uh, man. Dak gets sacked for and this this kind of sucked for him because like he's trying to like pump fake. And right as he pump fakes, his blocker who's right in front of him gets pushed back into him and it knocks the ball loose. Um, but he's gotta just have more awareness of the situation than this. Uh so he drops the ball. Cam Jordan gets the sack, he forces the fumble, and Jordan recovers the fumble. Great play by him. Um, and they end up getting a uh, a penalty. They call it on L. Collins. It actually wasn't L. Collins doing the holding. They just misidentified the guy. It was Joe Looney who was doing the holding. Um, so at this point, dude, I thought we were going to lose this game, to be honest with you. I really thought that that was it. I was, yeah, like, now- I was, I was kind of buzzing at this point, and I'm watching with a bunch of Cowboy fans, and I just... What's so different is where you think... We always talk about this, like, 
before every week you think whoever we're going to play, we're going to win, and I'm real pessimistic. And then right when the game starts, I feel good all game, and you're just always waiting for the shoe to drop mid-game. Seen it too many times. So and so at this point, you're like, we're going to fucking lose. And I was like, no, nah, we got this, man. We got this. I was scared. I mean, after Dak had missed the touchdown to Gallup and then fumbled it here. But we certainly gave them opportunities. I mean, yeah. that's why I was saying – we I, I, wanted to give, this I wanted to give the offense some credit for the first half, or at least the first quarter. But, man, they, they rely on the defense to bail them out a ton. In this, the this game should have realistically been 24-10. to 10. Well, they it could have been. I mean, New Orleans played their worst game of the year when we beat them by a field goal. Yeah. So, so, New Orleans does get the ball back. They've got two and a half minutes to go. They're starting on their own 15. Uh, they do a short pass to Michael Thomas, who gets five yards before he's taken down by Jalen Smith. And then on second and five, uh, play of the game. This is the play of the game. One of Jordan Lewis's eight snaps. He covers Kamara coming out of the backfield. Uh, Drew Brees has pressure in his face uh, from Malik Collins, which was great play by Malik. And Drew Brees tries to try, kind of just tries to sidearm the ball out from behind Malik, and it's short and left. And Jordan, yeah, he thought Kamara was going to stay, and Kamara starts running an out route, and Jordan Lewis eyes on the backfield. Man makes a hell of a diving catch. In which he almost had one like this earlier in the game on the first drive, but it hit the mm-hmm. ground, and this time he got it. Um, they have they review it, and it it's upheld as an interception. Uh, Jordan goes to the sidelines and immediately starts just jocking on Michael Thomas like crazy, doing the flex and the shh hand sign, being like, hey, 13, oh, yeah. 13, Thomas, shh. So that was pretty amazing. Um, and that would effectively ice the game. The Cowboys would get the ball back. They ran Zeke once. New Orleans used their last time out. At 203, which was really weird to me. I didn't understand why you would do that instead of just waiting for the two minute warning. But I guess save every second you can. Um, oh, this is the play I was talking. Oh, no, this is then. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I, I was looking for that Dak face mask, but that wound up being after they used their timeout, second and eight. And uh, we throw this to Mari Cooper and. Mark Sean Lattimore gets a DPI, which pretty much seals it for us, Goat, in the end zone. Yeah, that puts us on the one-yard line, uh, and we kneel it out from there. Um, that was a pretty ticky-tacky DPI call. Yeah, and especially Saints fans already pissed about the helmet-to-helmet and that. I mean, bro, listen, Saints fan. yes, there's some missed calls, but, I mean, me and Andy were talking about this. At the end of the day, we had more penalties than you guys did. Yep. And... That Gregory one was pretty ticky-tacky in itself, and Andy will straight up call it bullshit. And your offensive touchdown could have been OPI as well. So, eh, you know, at the end of the day, you put up 10 points. You know, go away. Yep, and you definitely – this game could have easily been like 24-3. to So, you know, count your blessings. You guys stayed in it. Um, So the Cowboys get away with a victory. Probably, I mean, I've heard it called the best defensive football game turned in by a team all season. I don't think that that's uh, out of the question. I will say against a good offensive team, there's definitely been better performances. But yeah, against like, you know, teams who play like the Bills and, you know, shitty teams. But against the Saints, I mean, you know, I mean, here are the numbers. Drew Brees, 18 of 28 for 127 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, the QB rating is 71.6. Uh, that's really, really poor for Drew Brees. They combined Kamara and Ingram had 19 or 
uh, 18 carries for 63 yards. You know, they just did nothing on offense. You know, Michael Thomas, who's probably going to the Pro Bowl this year, five catches for 40 yards, yeah. long of 11 yards. I mean, they did nothing all game. They had one 30-yard touchdown. And other than that, they were really, really quiet. Um, and we had, what, two takeaways go? A fumble and a pick? Yeah, and should have been three takeaways. Yeah. So, so they, uh, had, I mean, they had – it, uh, it was a definite um, – it was a definite dominating defensive performance. It's the best defensive performance I've seen from the Cowboys probably in 10 years. Um, it's just the best defense you've seen from the, from the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I think this is the most complete defense I've seen. Um, I'm not ready to say that like Lawrence and company are better than Ware, Ratliff, all those guys at their peak, but I do right. think that they have special players at every level. I think that Vander Esch and Jalen Smith are the best linebacker duo in the NFL right now. Um, you know, Van Der Esch has really become like a star at this point. They have his, they, they call him the wolf hunter. They play that wolf howl in the stadium. He does his little celebration. So it is what it is. If that's what he wants to be, that's what he wants to be. Um, Jalen is well, well, outrageous. Well, guys, yeah, I just, it's pretty cool. You know, they call me the, the wolf hunter. <laughs> the wolf hunter. Ah. So, but he's, he's playing out of his mind. He had another 10 tackle game. Uh, Jalen Smith had nine tackles. Um, they they enforce their will. They really bring a level of like fundamental football and physicality that is just really really awesome to see. Our D line eats people up. You know, getting stops at the one stuff like that is just incredible. Um, you know, I think that they've what they've shown is on a good day. This is a championship caliber defense. Um, now, can the offense produce enough points? That is the question that continues to haunt us. Yeah. Well, I said this to my cousin after the win because we were, everyone was elated. This was a great win because it's just a feel good win. You know, another primetime game. Um, everyone was really buzzing off of this. You know, I'm getting uh, a lot of thank you, you know, birthday um, shout outs and thank you for everyone for that. You know, being like the Cowboys won. And I was like, for you, you know, your birthday. I was like, I know it's for my birthday. They hit me up. Um, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, what I'm trying to say is that this win showed that they can beat anybody. Now, I still don't know what this team is, Goat. And like you said, will this offense inevitably hold them back against hell if they play another you know, New Orleans in the playoffs, if they get that far, or a Rams team, or whoever it may be? Uh, it's certainly a possibility, but this win at least, like I said, showed that they can play with anyone. They can beat anyone. Absolutely. This is a huge win. Um what I'm going to be interested to see is how they react to it. Um, they've put the league on notice. No one's going to underestimate the Cowboys defense after that game. Um, and you can either go one of two ways. Either you have a huge game like that and it boosts your team up and you start playing at that level consistently, or there's a big emotional letdown the following week and you lose to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who we play uh, at home uh, at 3.30 on Sunday. Um, you want to get into that, Goat, or you got any final thoughts on this one? Um, you know, just overall, man, I just love what I see. Um, the Cowboys have special players and those special players have all started kind of showing up at the same time. Um, I do think that the line, we do, I, th I think that it can't be overstated how special the linebacker core is. Uh, Jalen Smith is amazing. Mm -hmm. Late Vanderesh is amazing. They're both awesome stories. They're both awesome guys. The fact that they're like 
really cool with each other, like really play as a duo. They're always like setting each other up for cool stuff. Yeah, they're getting Sean Lee back, and I know he's. I they're they're gelling so well. I don't think you can take snaps away from either. But let's not forget Sean Lee's a good. I mean, hell, a great player in his own right. So even if you only have him out there for 10, 15 snaps, I think it only helps. Agreed. Um, and that's the other thing is like there are players that this team's still missing on defense. Like they will at some point get David Irving back. They will at some point get. Dude, what a weirdo. What did he say he missed for this week? Personal reasons or something. Yeah, he has like an ankle sprain, but this, uh, I think he's gone after this year for sure. Oh, he's yeah, just... I mean, what, you can't pay this guy real money. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's maybe like the most like purely talented person on the Dallas Cowboys. He really is. Like, this dude will not play for a year and then come off the bench and get like two sacks and like five QB hits and then get suspended again. You're just like, okay, David, I guess, man. Like, so that's wild. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of all my thoughts on the game. Um, do you have any was it uh, to move on to the Eagles? Yeah, just one quick note on Irving. Was it one of our buddies said? Remember, he was he had just come back and everybody thought he was going to play, and then one of our buddies saw him out in like deep Ellum Saturday night before yeah. the Sunday game. Just getting, just getting lit, like okay, like you know, whatever. You have more power to you, David. We could we could use you, but um, no, this was this was a great win. You know, it was a, it made it a fun birthday. Um, you know, it was it was it was awesome to see. Like I said, the offense really sputtered. If you had, I can't believe we held a Saints team to ten and one. Or, I mean, that we scored thirteen against the Saint team and one. Like that's that's insane to me. If you told me we scored thirteen points, I would have told you we got at least beat by a touchdown, at minimum. Like, yeah. Um, and if and I I thought if we were going to win this game, it was going to be like thirty one twenty eight or something. I didn't know if we could score with them like that, but you're right. I, I thought. If we were going to win, I thought the D was going to have to hold them, but I thought it was at least going to be yeah, like a 24-23 game, you know? Yeah. Um, but we didn't. We, we didn't do enough in the red zone. you got to clean up those mistakes. I think you can. Um, I think Dak's a bus driver, man. I mean, we've, we've kind of known that for a while, and he's just – man, he just got to limit the turnovers and make those little kind of special plays he makes every now and then, those scrambles. Um, if you could just stop – if you could just stop, start hitting some of those – Big yeah. ones. It, it would go so far. I mean, if if he just hits that Gallup pass, just that one pass, I think everyone's like, Dak had a great game. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and he got sacked seven times, and you can't say they're all on him, but it's weird that we're talking about – you know, it's like he's taking the sacks as opposed to he's getting sacked. You know what I mean? Like some of those were definitely right off the bat, but it seems a lot of times he's just holding it a little long. Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, um, so yeah, they'll, they'll have to continue to try to clean that up. But as it is, we move to seven and five. Um, before we get into Philly, um, I do want to mention what happened a little bit around the NFL this Sunday, as we are recording a little bit earlier for you all, as Goat is uh, traveling, and we want to keep the game fresh. Um, tomorrow is actually Washington and Philly. They play Monday night, so we don't. Who are you yet rooting know. for? Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, technically Washington wins; they're seven and five. But seeing us, we're I'm just less afraid of them. So I still think I'd rather Washington win and go to seven okay. and five, and have Philly go five and seven. What do you think? Yeah, my my gut tells me to root for Philly. Um, have both teams be six and six, and have a legitimate one game up on both of them. Um, and then you know, if we beat Philly, sure. I mean, if we if we do our business, it shouldn't matter. We get 
one more chance at Philly. Um, we've already split now with Washington, so we if we if Philadelphia wins, we beat them next week. We're pretty much the Commanders, but um, I won't be upset. I guess either way. Yeah, um, I, I think it, it's good that we're in control of our own destiny. Effectively, she need to do our thing. Um, we have a tough game coming up in two weeks against Indy. That'll be an interesting one to see how that goes. Uh, they've they played really had well. A terrible game today. I didn't watch what happened. They got blanked by Jacksonville six zero. That was the score of the game. Yeah, what? they got shut out by Jacksonville six zero and. That's a Jacksonville team that just bench Blake Bortles and doesn't have Fournette, which I guess their defense only gave up six, but yeah, they got goose egged. That's insane. So yeah, you know, it's the NFL. You never know. Um, Philly yeah. is the same way. Like Philly, like you look at them on paper, um, you know, they don't, they, they're five and six. They're third in the division. Um, they, they got beat 48 to seven by the saints. Uh, they've lost to the bucks, the Titans, the Vikings, the Panthers, um, they lost to us by a full touchdown. We're playing at home. Uh, you'd think this should be an, uh, you know, somewhat of an easy game, but I know it won't be. Um, it'll be interesting because, you know, you well, really at- notice it's their last, well, not their last shot. Cause if they, if they beat Washington, I guess the fear is then they're like, man, we're right in this. We beat Dallas next week and we can win the division. The question will be how Dallas plays now that it's like back isn't against the wall. Um, you know, we're, we're at 70% mashup predictor on on this game we're a four-point favorite uh on paper you know Dak and Wentz are pretty much having identical seasons Zeke has about four times as many rushing yards as the leading rusher on uh on Philly and really their only legitimate receiving threat is Zach Ertz at this point um and they're banged up pretty bad on defense Michael Bennett uh Jalen Mills is still out etc so um it's gonna be interesting to see kind of what what comes of this game. I really would, if we can come out and really impose our will and beat handily this Philly team, I think that we can look forward to us rolling into November or December, pretty, pretty hot. And it's a good time to peak. That's for sure. Well, this, this, this was the meat of this lineup. I mean, hell, when we were talking, um, I was counting us out. I mean, hell, like I say, I remember a month ago looking at this schedule and I was at a, my cousin's wedding and I was talking with, you know, a couple cousins and uncles and they're like, Oh man, we're losing the next four. Like we got Philly, then we got Washington, and no way we beat the Saints. Like people thought we were done. So, uh, you know, we're we're playing the hard part of our schedule, and we've got through it. We're past with flying colors, so we just need to finish in December strong. And I mean, hell, they could no reason we can't be ten and six or eleven and five even. Yeah, I mean, when you looked at the schedule, like you said, November looked really bad. Pretty much everyone was like, well, we get the Titans. That should be a win. But then we got to play yeah. Philly, Atlanta, Washington, Saints all in yes. a row. And in fact, the Titans, the only game we lost in there. Um, yeah, which I would have almost guessed the other way. I mean, that's the NFL. You know, if you really look around, Andy, and I want to do this just real quick. I just want to go through standing. So now that we're winning the division, wild cards less of an issue. But we're actually still alive in that. Um, the Bears lost to the Giants today who – don't look now, good. Have won three of the last four. You got a nice Saquon Barkley leap highlight for you too coming up. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> NFL released their tw- their their under twenty five team today, and the two running backs are Todd Gurley and Saquon Barkley. Why over Zeke? Yeah, over Zeke, the rushing leader. Yeah, bro, I just he's good. It's just I don't. 
everyone wants him to be where he's probably going to be in three, four years good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, dude, he's going to have to show me that he can fucking punch a ball into the end zone before I'm going to call him that good. Like, the dude gets flashy plays on the outside, but in close games, he doesn't get tough yardage. He can't score touchdowns. Like, whatever, man. What did uh, Parcell say? Was it about Romo? He's like, you know, let's not let's not put him into Canton just yet or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote. I know I butchered it, but it was something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, the Giants, I mean, it's it's the NFC East. Like they're always a threat to to ruin your your season for sure. So they've hung around, but looking just around the rest of the league, Andy, is they did beat the Bears who are winning the NFC North. Uh they're eight and four still, so they look to be probably the favorite to come out of that. Uh, the Vikings are somewhat in it at six five and one. Um, they just lost to the Pats today in pretty bad fashion. Uh, Green Bay Packers lose to the Arizona Cardinals, and That's that insane. gets Mike McCarthy fired. Oh shit, he got canned. Yeah, right after Damn. the game. I was on a plane all day, so I didn't see any game. Yeah, anything. I was surprised, but they shit canned well, McCarthy today. That that's about three years too late, in my opinion. Um. You know, you just can't be that bad when you have one of the yeah. top five quarterbacks of the generation. And they moved to zero and six on the road this season. Jeez. So um, Green Bay not making the playoffs this year. So that you know, anytime Rodgers is out of it, that's good for Cowboy fans, considering he's the one who's knocked us out the last two times. Then Carolina's now lost four, so they're six and six, so they're low on it. The Saints, of course, ten and two. They look to be a lock. The Rams clinched the NFC West today. They're eleven and one. Uh, the Seahawks are the other wild card, going at seven and five. So, you know, it's it's wide open NFC. Um, we've been saying saying this for a couple weeks now. Outside of the Rams and the Saints, this is a really wide open conference. Uh, we just proved we can beat one of those teams, and I think if you look around, goat, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, totally agree. Um. It'll be interesting to see how this shakes out down the road. I think this game against Philly is is big. Um, I think you go out and you lose this game, and suddenly you're you know it's not so set in stone that the Cowboys are making the playoffs. Well, especially uh, if Philly beats Washington, and then they're seven and six, you're seven and six, and who knows what Washington is? They could be seven and six, and exactly. all of a sudden it's real tight. So we would it would be nice, I think, if the Eagles went ahead and won uh, on Monday Night Football, make everyone six and six. And then we go beat. We have a chance to beat Philly, so that that gives us at least some control over the the second place spot. Um, you knock them down, you get them to six and seven, and then that you're done playing them for the year. Um, we only have one division game after that. It's the Giants in Week 17. By that point, think most things should be decided. Um, kind of hope we don't do the benching everyone thing this year. It seems like. It's bitten us in the butt a couple times with us. Uh, I don't think we'll get to that point. I, I honestly think it'll be too wide open. I would love to be wrong and that we run away with this. I just, I know they won four straight. What's um, your prediction for our final record at this point, Ben? Who do? Man, I've been saying all year we're an eight and eight team, but they finally, I think, proved me wrong. I'm gonna say ten and six. So you think they lose one of Indy or Philly? Yeah. And hell, I mean, I know Tampa's a nobody, but they're five and seven. I mean, they're not. They beat they Carolina score. today. Yeah. I mean, they that defense is terrible, but they can score on you. I'm going eleven and five. 
I do okay. think we can win out. I think we win um, the next four, okay. Yeah, I think they can win out. Um I think that it's it's gonna be like, does this defense continue to play like this? I think if our defense played like they played on Thursday night, we can beat any team. So if we win out, we win eight straight heading in the playoffs, boy, the hype from the national media will become about as loud <laughs> as ever. Yeah, it will. And then it then it's you know brand new season. Then you start over. It's like like we always do. We've had we've snuck into the playoffs. We've made it handily in the first round. We've only won a couple times. I think I you know in my my years of hardcore fandom, I've only seen two first round wins from us: the Lions game and the Eagles game. So that's it. I mean, Romo's won those were Romo's two only playoff wins. So yeah, and and Dak, you know, his rookie year, he put up a hell of a fight after they went down by a ton in the first half, which would be really nice to have a defense this time around. Um, and then Dak and Zeke switched it on and he balled out second half. If they do make the playoffs, this will be the best defense they've ever had. And the one thing you can say about the Cowboys and the way they're built, and I know we're 2-4 and four on the road this year, but it's supposed to be what travels well is defense and you know, a strong run game. run game. Yeah. Well, and that's what they asked. You know, when Zeke – when they asked Zeke in the postgame – um, you know, what is the identity of this team? He said, we run the ball and we'll hit you hard. And when they showed Zeke firing, I like that Zeke has taken on the role of like leading the the chant, like the fire up in the huddle before the game. And he kind of had everyone around and he just said, look at me, I'm telling you, they can't run with us and they can't, and they sure as fuck can't hit like us. So let's go whoop their ass. And then they did. So if we can do hey. that, I'm down. Confidence is a hell of a drug, man. Hell yeah. They got that Jordan secret stuff in the Cowboys <laughs> locker room right now. So, yeah, that's excellent. Um, what You got a prediction for this Philly game? I do think they win. I do think they win. Um, I think this defense is playing too well. I think Philly will get a game. You know, call it that bullshit championship DNA, whatever you want. But um, they're just too banged up. I think a healthy Dallas team, relatively healthy you know, hopefully Tyrone Smith's back. Hopefully Sean Lee's back. Even if he's not, that defense looks good. But I think they win it. Uh, I'm gonna say 24-17. Nice. I think uh, I'm gonna say that I think the Cowboys make a. The trajectory of this team is really high right now, and I think that given their attitude that I've seen in interviews and stuff, I don't think that they're satisfied. I don't think they're gonna rest on this victory from the Saints game. Um, I think Dallas wins this game 27 to 13. I think it's okay. a real big win for the boys. Um, effectively end any argument over who's the best team in the division. Uh, get to eight wins and get ready for Indianapolis because that's going to be a huge game. Yeah, it will. Um, the Colts, besides this egg they laid, they had a five-game win streak heading in. They've been really on fire. Andrew Luck appears to be over what kind of has ailed him the last year and change. Um, he looks like the every bit of the pro bowler we remember goat. And they've got their um, own uh, rookie sensation at linebacker in Darius Leonard, who leads yeah. the entire NFL in total tackles. I think he'll probably be rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year in the AFC. Um, yeah, I mean, they're six and six, but like I said, they, they'd won five in a row heading into this. So they, they are, they're trending in the right direction and they're fighting for a wild card over there in a really, really jam packed, AFC. So we'll get to that later, Goat. We'll, we'll preview them next week, I'm sure. But 
um, that will be a, a real test. Agreed. I, I'm really looking forward. It's fun. It's really fun to be able to like get hyped for Cowboys games again because it was really becoming like a again, source man. of a source of of stress and anxiety for me. I told you I was just so emotionally detached from them a month ago. Like they just weren't fun. You know, I didn't have much hope. And what kills me and, and, and still does a little bit is I just don't trust this coaching staff still. You know, and that's like I think you can win with Dak, but do I trust this coaching staff to util you know get him to utilize his skill set in an effective manner? And I just don't I don't I don't do that yet, not after four games. But agreed. For the best, at least looks like it's on the right direction. Um originally, you know, I wanted to miss the playoffs with Jason would get fired. I've changed my tune. I think this team, as you've kind of pointed out, we don't make the playoffs all that often recently. So I think, you know, go to the playoffs and get some more experience with these young guys and hell, you, you never know when you're in there. So, yeah. And I think that there's a chance that even if they make the playoffs and even if they have a good showing, I think that there's a, there's still a possibility that Scott Lanahan is gone. Um, I'm holding out hope for that. So what a cliff I do. I did want cliff pretty badly. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, it should be interesting to see kind of how this team continues to evolve as, you know, guys come back from injury, um, you get Tyron Smith back on the field, you get Sean Lee back on the field, you get David Irving for however many games he's back on the team before getting kicked off again. Um, you know, even little little pieces like Tavon Austin, having him back would be an interesting extra piece to have on this offense. So it'll be really cool. Um, but I'm stoked that we beat New Orleans. Obviously a huge, huge win. Uh, and I'm, I'm fired up for this Philly game. It's going to be sweet. Yes, sir. Um, well, you have it there. You're too co-hosts are uh, predicting a Cowboys victory. Hopefully it shall be so. Anything you want to add this week? Um, I think that's mostly it. Uh, I will extend a uh, happy birthday to you, fellow co-hosts. Uh, oh, well, glad you, you could get a, you didn't have to have your birthday ruined by a Cowboys loss. Um, and yeah, man, we'll be back uh, on Tuesday of next week with our usually scheduled time uh, to break down either another the fifth straight Cowboys win or uh, back on the depression bandwagon. If we lose to a underwhelming Philly team, I hope not, man. Indeed. So guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, please feel free to like subscribe, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else that you listen to it. Uh, we will be on Spotify in the coming weeks. So for you Android boys, uh, you can maybe access this a little bit easier oh, than golly. having to download the SoundCloud We're application up coming up the glow up so be on the lookout for that we'll keep you updated uh and feel free to shoot us questions comments concerns suggestions at our twitter which is bwbb with underscores between all those letters we love hearing from the fans uh as always guys this has been andy gatelli ben walker this has been boys will be boys take it easy okay this the type of shit that have nickels and beef that slick talk follow by some stick talk then sleep Pissed off, I done took my fifth loss this week Big dog, I can scratch that shit off like fleece I got a lot of shit to say, but I'ma keep my list short I know a lot of your favorites not gon' fuck with this part When I'm done, please know that I was trying to dish y'all Cause if this is a competition, then